Welcome to the Unbothered Blondes podcast, hosted by myself, Randa Caraba, and my other Unbothered Blonde girlfriend, Kate Davis. Nothing is off limits in this tell-all podcast, where we discuss everything you've ever wanted to know, from motherhood, entrepreneurship, marriage, childhoods, rising above bullying from mean girls, and so much more. Get ready for a closer look into our lives, past, present, unfiltered, raw, and of course, blonde. Kate is the owner of Rain Lashes and Rain Heels Venue, and I'm the owner of Power.Fit, and I have my own She Just Shines Confidence and Mindset course. So get ready to learn more about the both of us and the both of our lives. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Unbothered Blondes podcast. It's Kate Davis here with my fellow Unbothered Blonde, Randa Caraba. Hello, we are back. And we have two very, very special guests on the podcast today. We have the Smile Texas team in Sugarland, Texas here. We have Dr. Brett Davis and Dr. Mackenzie Dooley. Hi, Dr. Dooley here. Oh, hey, I guess that was our cue. I'm like, Doc. So yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dooley and Dr. Davis have not done a podcast before. So you guys are going to kind of have to see how we are doing this improv. They have not rehearsed the questions. They don't know what we're going to ask. And you're going to get basically a real true patient testimonial at the end of this. And you're also going to get kind of what it's like during an interview with a new patient that's seeking out cosmetic dentistry. So I want to start out by saying I have my top and bottom veneers done by Dr. Davis. And Dr. Klein also does the implant dentistry at Smile Texas. Miss Randa just had her teeth done. I think, when did you finish, Randa? Um, I finished right before Tulum. So I got a gum lift and then my top veneer's done. So Randa now has her mouth done. I have my mouth done. Cooper has his full mouth done. At this point, there's more people in my family with fake teeth than real teeth. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all because of the Smile Texas team. So I want to start out really by talking on the two visit smile makeover and what that is. So I, I heard about this online because the reason that I found Smile Texas was my sister got her teeth done originally first. And I had like major FOMO. I was fear of missing out. I was so envious of her teeth. And I want you to talk a little bit, Dr. Davis, what is a two visit smile makeover? Yeah. So actually I remember um, your, your sister for those who don't know is, well, I know her as Brittany Norwood. I think her name's changed now. <laughs> she, she's married, but uh, um, I think her teeth, we did her teeth probably eight years ago or so. It's been a, been, a, been a bit. And basically what it is when you come in for a two-visit smile makeover, like she had and like you had, is the first visit we design and uh, prepare your teeth kind of like when you go into the nail salon, they have to, you know, buff your nails down a little bit. We'll prepare your teeth. And then two weeks later, typically we'll bring you back in and we take the temporaries off and we put the uh, final veneers on and there you have a new smile. So if someone is from out of town, they can technically get this done in literally two visits, right? In most cases, I would say, oh, maybe 80% because sometimes we have to do some, uh, soft tissue plastic surgery uh you know like in the like in the um well you can speak to that right like in yeah Rand like, like in i Randa's had the gum case. lift right is that what is that what we're talking about as a gum lift right mm -hmm. exactly and so those cases where it involves any um, healing so to speak then we have to there's a little downtime for that but um 
we're actually getting faster at that too. So there's a lot of times when I don't even have to wait on that. I can do it at the same time. So especially now with social media and zoom and FaceTime and all these great things, you know, when I'm old, but I'm not that old, but I do remember the day when there was a phone book and, and you know, and, and uh, you know, when I was going to school, we still use slides sometimes instead of PowerPoint. So it's crazy. Um, I'm 46 for context, by the way, if anybody's wondering. <laughs> he looks 35, though. Thank you. Yes, thank yes, you, yes, yes. It's all the Mountain Dew and maple bars. Um, <laughs> so so why would gum lifts be necessary? Uh, well, let me just finish the thought I was saying to answer your question. So now with Zoom, you know, a lot of the consults, I would say maybe half of the consults I mm-hmm. do now are virtual. I don't even meet the patient until I actually am treating them. So I can pretty much get an idea of what the person's going to need and if they're going to need any um, soft tissue changes before they even come in. And so say like someone's coming from Florida or whatever, um, already, I'll already know if they're going to have a two-visit smile makeover or if it's going to require more than that. Is that because of COVID or is that just because it's simpler now you know more what to do? Or just come because of the pictures? You, yeah. yeah, you know, every every tragedy also has an opportunity and so i think part of this covid thing has brought on the demand for more people being comfortable virtually and so it's just become the new trend now the new norm so so yeah so i dr Dooley here i share a basically my office is also janelle's office who runs our marketing our instagram account and everything and so i all day long pretty much if she's not taking photos of people she's like going through DMs, looking at people's photos. Dr. Davis and I will look at the photos, kind of, you know, get an idea for what the treatment plan should be, then get on, you know, get on Zoom with them. So it's super easy and efficient. It's, and it's, I would say, I mean, half the cases now are just like photos and Zoom calls and then kind of confirm treatment whenever they get there. So So two visit small makeover, tops three visit, if you need some of that gum lip surgery or something like that. Or like a lip tack or like if you have a really, so you're, to answer your other question, like if you have a really, if you show a lot of your gum tissue um, or your teeth are really short or for other reasons, you might need um, like a gum tuck, which is a procedure that Dr. Davis does where he actually sutures the lip down from uh, raising as much. And then, or like the gum lift that uh, Randa had where you, her teeth were just kind of small. And like she was saying, we saw her, what, yesterday? Mm-hmm. And she was saying that she didn't even realize how small her teeth really were until you see before and after. And I mean, she has these like big, beautiful, her teeth were beautiful before, but she didn't even realize her smile was that gummy until you took all of it away and have, you know, normal sized teeth. So in her case, that's why she had the the three visits because she had to do the gum lift first and heal for a couple weeks. So gum lift is for small teeth. Lip tack is for a gummy smile. Uh, yes. Well, and, yes. And no. Sometimes people will have a, uh a gummy smile for mm-hmm. a variety of reasons. Their lip could go too high or they have too much gum covering their teeth. So it's every case is different, but I'd say, yeah, that's probably a really yeah. easy way you to kind say. of, yeah, kind of like combat a gummy smile with maybe one or the other, or maybe both depending on what the, like why their, why their smile is gummy. Okay. Right. And I know that, that like every sense. case is case by case basis with pricing, but what is the price increase? Say someone does have smaller teeth or a gummier smile and they're going to have to have that procedure. Like what, what is that range or estimate tacked onto the oh, veneers? <laughs> we literally don't, don't know. Dr. Davis, do you know? 
uh, I kind of do and I kind of don't. And, and, I, and I intentionally keep it that way because I don't yeah. want to have any um, part bias. of Bias. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bias. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but to, to answer it, you know, I'd say a, a typical smile makeover runs around 16000 Which honestly is so affordable because if you think, like, I know what I paid for Lumineers, which is like a a name brand of no prep veneers. Is that correct to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Okay, so I know what I paid for those. I paid more for the Lumineers, which I hate even saying that name because it was such a horrible experience for me personally. (laughs) And I had teeth falling out like at PBRs. I was in at the World Finals and I had to go to a dentist to get my freaking tooth glued back on that I paid like 20 grand for my whole mouth. And then I came Mm -hmm. to you and I had these expectations to pay $50,000 for a new mouth. And that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. Yeah, and and Luminary, you know, it's just like you said, it's a brand. But I, 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 my personal opinion on it is, it's not a very um, attractive brand. And so I've never done a Luminary case, and I probably never will do a Luminary case. And any any kind of veneer can be no prep, but the Luminary company has decided to take that and market that certain aspect of veneer. So people come in all the time; they're asking about, can I get Luminaries? You can get a no prep veneer, no matter what kind of veneer you use, but we never use it because we really think it's not the highest quality looking veneer. So. No, it's it's not. I look back at pictures of my teeth and it looked like I had Tic Tacs or chiclets in my smile and I, it was horrible. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I didn't realize it until now looking at my teeth. I am still obsessed with my teeth, obviously. I've had them just for a few years, but I loved my top teeth so much. I came back and did my bottom teeth with you guys a whole year ago now. And I can eat corn nuts. Like I can literally eat more now than I could with my real teeth and definitely than with my Lunaires. You know, your sister said the same thing. I remember her saying that um, just by getting a cosmetic procedure done, her bite actually felt more comfortable after. Because that's part of it, too. We really get bites dialed in and balanced out as well. I would agree I, with that for me, yeah. too. So did you grind your teeth, Randa? Did that, like, oh, my gosh, that was a horrible grinder. And basically, my teeth were too small for my jaw size. You know, I didn't realize how how short and small they were. Baby teeth. Just ask Dr. Davis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby teeth. Yeah, your teeth had baby. You had smaller baby teeth than your baby and your baby has no teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your baby is so cute. <laughs> and also too, I want to bring this up because, you know, people are always so worried about shaving down the teeth, shaving down the teeth. So I got a glimpse of my teeth in your glasses whenever you were prepping my teeth. And they are, <laughs> oh gosh. No, honestly, they're not near as bad as I thought it was like Spongebob (laughs) you know (laughs) but it wasn't that bad it really wasn't like I think that people don't understand how conservative you are when it comes to actually prepping the teeth I think that's part of um just the innate personality of of of, uh the person doing the work you know because you'll see Mm -hmm. a lot of dentists out there claiming to be cosmetic dentists and they really do be extremely aggressive in their preparation when, in my opinion, it wasn't necessary. So sometimes I have to be certain or s- super aggressive, and sometimes I don't touch the tooth at all. And that's kind of the way you need to approach it, I think, is do what the tooth needs and don't do any more. You know, do the most conservative mm-hmm. thing you can to achieve the result you want. And, you know, to your comment about the Lumineer thing, I really, at the end of the day, I don't think it really nearly matters as much the product you're using, but the application. You know, it's just kind of like if you don't know what you're doing, it doesn't matter how good the product is. It's still not going to look good on that person. Exactly. And, you know, I went to several dentists to get my tooth literally put back on whenever they'd fall off in random countries and states whenever I had Lumineers. <laughs> oh my I'm gosh, being so thing. serious. 
Like at a bull riding, I cannot make this up. Like I'm chomping on popcorn and I just, I, I chomped on my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this is so true. And how I held it on was a piece of gum. I literally I took a tiny piece of gum because I had to make it through this event. You know, like I wasn't going to do, it was the front tooth. One of the front big teeth. I don't even oh, know what God, the of logic, you know, the correct term for that is, but it, it was, it was a nightmare. So that was the turning point for me in seeking out you guys. And then I got my bottom teeth not long ago, as I said, and um, something else I'd want to touch on while we're talking about how great these teeth are. Um, my husband, who is a bull rider, Cooper, he has rode in his teeth. He does not, unfortunately, hold your ears, Dr. Davis, wear his guard. And he has had <laughs> no problems. Wait, I no. checked out for a second. What was that? You just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, and these bull, other bull riders are like, Cooper, like, first off, your teeth look amazing. They, they want to get theirs done because they're always having teeth get knocked out, but they're stronger than your real teeth. Yeah, the, uh, the surface material is actually more durable than the enamel. And so I tell people all the time, look, if you're going to have problems with your own teeth, you're probably going to have problems with your own teeth. So don't let uh, getting veneers hold you back. And Dr. McKenzie Dooley and Dr. Uh, mm-hmm. Klein and, and myself, we're not going to do something that we don't think is right. Because, you know, I think we're at a point in our lives where we're okay not treating everybody. And so if we don't feel like it's the right thing, we're not going to do it. So people that get worried about, well, are these going to fall off? Are these going to last? And this and that. We'll let you know because we're not going to do it if it's not going to work. No, because at the end of the day, that's walking advertisement, right? I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and who wants to have a bunch of people coming back that aren't happy and then are having problems. So we don't want that. We're out there telling people that they don't like them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So how long do veneers last on average? The million dollar question. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, how many times a day do we get that asked? We right? get that question in every single consult. <laughs> and we t- literally are like, oh. I had it today, you know, um, every day, every day I get that asked. And it's just the strangest question to ask. Well, it's not, not, not the strangest question. It's the hardest question to answer. To answer. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know, two people buy a Toyota Camry. One's going to last, you know, they'll, they'll drive it to 800,000 miles. The other one drives it to, you know. 60,000 miles and they've blown the engine. So it's just really, I don't know. Here's what I tell people though, based on historical data, um, I, I give people the estimate of about two decades. I say, you know what, plan on having this done. If you're young, plan on having it done again. But the same thing holds true for your own teeth. If you're going to have teeth that God gave you, you're going to end up having to have maintenance on those at some point, you know, in your middle ages and later in life. So don't let the getting veneers hold you back just because you might have to have it done again at some point. So since like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you go. You're good. So since I had my veneers done a little bit, you know, younger in life compared to like, maybe most people will get them done about 30 or 40. Um, you would say I'd probably maybe need a new set in 20 years. I think so. And you know, and Kate, actually you're probably right in our normal wheelhouse of what we do. You know, our average clientele, I'd say, Oh, what would you say, doc? I think probably like late, uh, you late twenties, uh, early. 20s? Yeah, if I, you know, the the number, the the most we do mostly women, of course, um, and then women right around your guys' age. That's that's the average, you know. And then we also, yeah. have, you know, but it's all over the place. We do all, all all kinds of ages. The youngest we've ever done is fourteen. They have to be at least done growing. I won't do anybody who's not done growing. And most girls are done growing at about fourteen and a half. And then I've done all the way up to 80s, mm-hmm. right? So it just yeah. depends on the person. 
So is everyone a candidate for veneers or you were saying about that selection process, what would make you like turn away someone for veneers? Um, Doc will let you answer that and then I'll fill in anything. Wow. You give me the hard question. (laughs) I mean, I feel like mostly if they're not, if they don't qualify for veneers, if like the structure, like the roots underneath their teeth are broken down or badly decayed where they need to actually consider having their teeth removed and replaced with implants, which is like what Dr. Klein does. So that's an awesome thing about small Texas is that, you know, we kind of can treat anyone because we do both really specialized procedures. Um, I mean, otherwise, unless they need, you know, if they have like really severe orthodontic problems and that they need to go have braces before we could do the veneers. Um, that's kind of one of the, the more common, not, I wouldn't say common, but, Doc, you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I would. I would probably say, out of the at least ninety-eight percent of the people coming in and saying, "I want a smile makeover," I can do them. Yeah, that two percent maybe gives gives me the option to say, "No, you're not a candidate. I wouldn't recommend it." Or, you know, you need to have your teeth taken out instead and getting the implants done. Yeah, and even more, even cases that have severe crowding and crookedness. Yeah, that you would think normally would need braces will always. Um, offer that but people just they don't want it and so we can even straighten up the teeth by doing the, and near the, the end that's why it was such a hard question for me because I was like we we don't ever really have to say no <laughs> so it was just well that's anyways. a great business to be in if you ask me I mean everybody's a client <laughs> <laughs> okay what about like speaking or lisp or changing the way you talk because your teeth shape is changing is that an issue for some people is that a concern for some people is this Randa now? Yes, this is Randa. Um, you tell me. You got your teeth done super Yeah, I recently. don't have any problem, but I have had people ask me, like, I'm worried about having a lisp. And I'm like, do you, like, I, I immediately become kind of insecure. And I'm like, oh, my God, you have a lisp now? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And they're like, but I know people that do. And I'm like, well, you didn't go where I went, number right. one. Or they didn't go where I went, number one. So right. I, I, the reason I'm asking that is I have been getting asked that from other people. And maybe it's just them not being as educated on the whole lisp or will it change the way that you speak? Yeah, so I had mine done probably... I think I'm in my fifth year. And at first I felt like I was saying my S is a little funny and I don't know if it was just me, but nobody else could hear it. And so I, I've had that said to me just very rarely, very, very rarely, but you know, cause it's different. It's new, right? It's just different. It's like, you know, when you get plastic surgery, your clothes fit a little different, of course. And so I think you just need to, um, if it's a severe lisp, we can always get rid of it. Always. But if it's just a tiny little list because they're just not used to it, that always goes away. I've never seen a single case ever that didn't go away. Yeah, it's like learning to ride a bike from tri- yeah. from, from a tricycle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's easy. So it's easy kind of fix. explain to me what the design process is. Like, do you do more natural? Do you do more Hollywood? Do you just match the shape of the client, like face and mouth? How does that work? Um, yeah, so you always want to match... First of all, you always want to make it age appropriate, you want to make it gender appropriate, and you want to make it face appropriate. But at the same time, you have to listen to the client and mm-hmm. to the patient you're talking to. you got to know what they want. So what I typically tell people, and our, our kind of our standard is, I'll, we'll, you know, we will choose the shape. We'll choose the shape and the size, 
we'll, you know, we'll get your feedback on what you want. And based on that, we choose the shape and the size and then let the patient choose the color or the brightness. And I, you know, I want to add, if that's okay, I want to kind of talk about this. So I get asked all the time, what did you tell Smile Texas to make your teeth that way? And I literally, I swear <laughs> I do. I know that Kara has even told me before that people come in and request like my teeth. And yeah, yeah. people ask for you and your sister's teeth. And all I want to say to the world, <laughs> I did not pick my teeth. I let Dr. Davis pick everything. I didn't either. Exactly. Yep. I let Dr. Davis. So clearly like let the professionals don't try to override. I mean, your opinion is obviously means something you're paying for it, but I'm so glad that I did that because I didn't know what was going to look good on me because I don't do that for a living. Totally agree. You know, and not just in this, but every industry, I, I like to trust the professional because Dr. Davis has been doing this for how long and has seen how many teeth. Yes. So <laughs> would you consider it natural you know, or I, Hollywood? I, like what, what is, what is my smile? Uh, okay. Neither. Honestly, I, I would say neither of you two have that. Hollywood typically means that straight across look. And uh, I, I don't do that. Because um, it doesn't look as natural or? Right. Some people will ask for that straight across look. I think it looks like a fence. You know, I think it looks you like You mean a like wall, no canine, right? No canine. And the laterals are the two little side teeth next to your front teeth. Those are typically going to be really flat straight across as well. And it ends up just looking like it prematurely ages the person. Now, if somebody says Hollywood, what they're typically asking for is, I just want to be super yeah. hot. <laughs> you know or like, they, I want to be bright white. <laughs> I just want it to be perfect. And what that, and you have to figure out what that means is, is I want it perfect for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want it perfect for me. And so you look at the face profile and you look at the person, you know, is this person somebody who's got, okay, let's, let's do you, Kate. How did I figure out how to make that look for you? You know, you have very bold features, you know, very front forward I big, features. Big nose, and so and I think it we, balanced out my nose. We had, yeah, we had <laughs> to give you very dominant two front yeah. teeth, very dominant two front teeth. You're, you're, you're obviously very, um, very much uh, in the social media <laughs> world. Right. Right. You're every, everything of, of you is not a hundred percent. It's a hundred and fifty percent. Right. You know, that, so you have to have these teeth that are over the top. Yeah, exactly. There's and 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 it, and it works. It fits the package so well. If we had done anything different, it would have just looked like that's not quite. That's not quite right. That doesn't quite look right. So and then on Randa, I feel like Randa, when we got you're... done, you said my teeth like matched a female body. Yes, <laughs> they do though. Like they fit her. But yeah, but in a very feminine, petite kind right. of way. I look, I, when I think of a female bodybuilder, I think of somebody who looks like beef jerky. You know. Well, I was <laughs> thinking know? like you know like 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 I don't know. In your face, but still very refined, like a woman. Yeah, in your face, but it still looks extremely effeminate. Yeah, exactly. Very, very refined and very petite, like a woman. Still yes. has that very pretty look. Yeah, and it's hard to explain. I don't. I want. I don't want to bore your audience by getting into like the science of all of how that works. But uh, every smile is designed to fit the person. Mm -hmm. It really it is. is. People don't, and... I don't think, understand that. You can't just bring a picture of your favorite Hollywood actress or your favorite influencer and be like, I want that in my mouth because it's going to look different. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and, and we I don't mind people doing that because it gives us a little bit of an idea of what's in their mind, you know, what's in their headset. If somebody, for example, were to bring in somebody with very extremely natural looking teeth, you know, that weren't quite so bright, that maybe were a little bit... Um, you know, not so even, all that kind of stuff. That really helps me to, and Dr. Dooley to understand that yeah. this person doesn't really want that, hey, check me out smile. You know, yeah, they like just want to go. 
yeah, they don't want to be a show pony. They just kind of want to be really subtle with that. And so that would kind of maybe influence our decision process. A That's so bit. hard for me to I, understand. I'm literally sitting here thinking like, I'm pretty sure I picked the whitest piece of tooth on the paper. You did. You did. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny? Even if even if either of you two had said, yeah, I kind of want to keep it natural, we would have said, okay, sounds good and given you the yes, brightest day. Exactly. <laughs> but also, too, I want to say while you're t- talking about this, so you told me Cooper had like a more red pink tint to his skin so you couldn't go as white with it is that, is that do I remember that correctly right that's right and not only not only because of that but because he's a male oh so that changes right it does it just changes it glowing Hollywood gleaming white teeth look a little odd on a white country right boy. yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry. no they do. And you know? honestly was so <laughs> you know? nervous and so scared to do this like and I want I don't want to say that I pressured him into doing it but I think that like yeah, you I did. Mean, it's I okay. Did, you know, I, like, he told me when, when you weren't in the yes, room, he told me how scared of I probably, he was. Honestly, yeah. But now, like, he goes in the locker room and he gets more questions about his teeth. Like, these guys are taking down your Instagram, these bull riders, because, I mean, I don't even know if y'all thought about this, but you literally put a client in, into people's face that lose their teeth every week. <laughs> it was the best business decision ever. So. I need to do I'm serious. Player. I mean, we yes. need to find you a hockey player next. But I know that we've kind of answered a lot of questions, and I do want us to get to talking about our testimonial. And Randa, since you're just so fresh off. Yes, I really wanted to talk about mine because obviously, hey, let's be honest. Like, who doesn't want a fresh, new, bright, white, beautiful Hollywood smile, right? right? But also, there are, I know, other situations to it. Like, for me, for instance, I had actually gone to, like, a jaw specialist because I was really grinding really bad, and I was popping real bad on one side. And actually, they were showing me where I was close to having, like, um, what was like a slip disc or I don't know verbiage there. Um, But basically, they, like, I did all these, like, jaw tests, and they came to the realization my teeth were, like, too small for my jaw and my mouth. And they wanted me to wear this like um, mouth guard almost, but like not just at nighttime, like all the time. And it was basically like a clear extender at the bottom. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to pay for that, why wouldn't I just extend my teeth and get them like bright whites, you know, like two birds, one stone. Right. And I'm sure that Dr. Davis has had to help some people with their jaw. So, you know, I'm already sleeping better. I feel better in the mornings. Like I don't have that tension in my jaw from grinding at night and I had night guards. Like I, I wore my stuff like I needed to, but I was just such a heavy grinder. So maybe Dr. Davis can talk more about how he helped that with me. And maybe he has had to do that for other clients. Sometimes how it's more than just cosmetic. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know how you guys were asking, well, how many people can come in and just get a two visit smile makeover? Um, the ones that uh, have jaw problems and the ones that have bite problems, those are the ones that we have to rehabilitate. And the analogy I always give is it's kind of like when you get uh, new tires put on your car. If your car is out of alignment, you don't just slap new tires on it because they're going to wear funny, right? And it's still right. going to drive funny. You have to align the, the chassis of the car and then put new tires on it. So it's the same with jaws. We have to make sure the bite and the jaw position is correct. And it's done non-surgical. And... Sometimes, in some cases, we have to do that and go through that process, and it takes longer than two visits. Um, and in your case, it was a little bit more straightforward. But um, <clears throat> we had talked about even on you, Randa, mm-hmm. if you decide you want to really go full-blown and really get the jaw 100% perfect. I know it's better, but 100% perfect, we could do the lowers as well. Right. We've talked and we about go through a little bit of therapy. Well. Exactly. Exactly right. And so, yeah, in some cases, we don't just put veneers or crowns or whatever and make them look good, we have to actually make them 
feel better too and chew better and you know, get their jaw to stop hurting. Right. So what about the, while we're talking about discomforting and maybe more of the painful side of it, what is like the discomfort and pain for someone who comes in, you know, just for a two visit smile makeover? You tell me, what was it like? Kate had the two visits, so I can talk about the, the three visits. Yeah, so right. <laughs> I, yeah. I've got to say, like, I, I've got a pretty high pain tolerance, I would say. And I've done a lot of things cosmetic, and I've always been very transparent about. This was my favorite, number one, and easiest, number two. And um, Dr. Davis so sweetly strategically planned my prep teas to be on during Thanksgiving. So I think I lost like four pounds, had to skip all the turkey. So that was a very big positive for me (laughs) (laughs) when I got them done. And it it was so easy. I, I had zero complications whatsoever at all. I went in, got my teeth prepped and literally came back. I think it was 13 days, 13 or 14 days later after Thanksgiving. And I had zero problems with the temporaries either. I've heard nightmare horror stories of people having their temps fall out. I had no issues. I think I was eating corn nuts by the end of my temporaries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I had my teeth done, I didn't have any pain in the temporaries either. I had no problems at all. Sometimes people will be a little bit sore, mm-hmm. but um, you know, we can always call in a pain medication for them if they are sore, but typically we don't. Cause it's kind of like when you go to the dentist to get fillings done, when the numbing wears off, you kind of don't really feel much, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. just kind of yeah, just okay. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. People don't really hurt. After. We don't really Once have in a while patients, they are. Yeah, we don't really have people calling in like, you know, after hours from get having their teeth done. Like my, you know, I'm hurting or whatever. Every now and then something crazy, but not really. It's not really a common complaint. Yeah, I want to just kind of say right. what Kate did about the temps. Like I could not believe how strong and sturdy they were. Like I was so scared to eat or bite or move like the first day. And after like 24 hours, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I kept thinking I was going to like chomp yeah, on a yeah. temporary like I did the Lumineers. I had PTSD. <laughs> 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 you had your, you had your yeah, I, was, ready. I mean, you I was ready. And I kept thinking that would happen because you guys told me like, be careful with the temps. Like, you know, you need to be weary. They're not your permanent teeth. And I kept expecting that to happen. They were stronger than the no prep veneers yeah and we always tell people you know eat like a teething toddler just because we don't want people to have to be inconvenienced and you know they're they they get a little bit uh cavalier and they eat something super hard on their temporary and it chips and then they you know they're they're without a tooth and it's the weekend right nobody wants that so we always tell them it's better to be just careful and it's only two weeks you know just be careful for two weeks and then when you get your your smile makeover done. You can go back to your uh, literally to an apple. Yeah, like as you leave, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. right, right, right. As soon, well, as soon as the numbing wears off, right. you don't bite your lip. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. When it right. came to the actual right. teeth part, I felt like there was no discomfort. I felt like just a little uncomfortable on my gums, just going through that right. gum lift and letting them heal. I think they had to heal for six weeks, and then maybe you had to help take a little more off. And so when yep. the numbing would wear off, I would like feel, you know, like a little throbbing in my gums that one day. Right. I will say that. Right. Right. Yeah. But it was obviously yeah, that's, worth that's it. Kinda, that's kind of the typical story. It's really not that bad. There's no downtime. So I guess. You well, is there like, anything else y'all want to add in? Oh, I, we got We haven't talked cost. Oh, is that more something that we you can really like, can you divulge that? Or is it like case by case, person by person? No, I, I think it's something that we could give you an estimate on. Like I, I think I said earlier, you know, about 16 grand right around there. For, and then what would the higher you know, range be? So if it's going to be um, all of the teeth, it is a little bit case by case because some are yeah. much more complicated than others. 
Um, and so there's more things that need to be done than just a straight smile makeover. But I would say smile makeovers range from anywhere from, oh, I don't know, 15 grand. And you, we, you can go all the way up to 50,000 if there's yeah. implants and bone grafting and surgery and, you know, all these kind of different crazy things. So it just depends on what, you know, how bad is the train wreck, right? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it just depends. And how much I do think they like want to fix? Yeah, exactly. And how much do they want to get fixed? Exactly. That's right, too. But most people can get a really nice smile that's pretty darn affordable. And, you know, we can just quote them over the phone or not over the phone, but as long as we get pictures. And I think the gum lift, if I'm not mistaken, I think that only adds like, like two grand or something like that. Like around, like maybe in between that. And in like the grand Janelle and I were just talking about the other day. Right. right. Yeah. And that's just something that if they, if that person needs a gum lift, it's, um, it's just like part of the smile makeover. Like we don't, you know, it's right. kind of like something that. And I know we hit on cost out. earlier and said 16, but I also want to give people, you know, a very understandable wide range of how it really is case by case. And they need to come in for a consult if they're yeah. serious to actually see what their number would be. Yeah. And that right. info can easily yeah. be done, you know, on Instagram too, and, or through like virtually through consults too. Like we can give them a, a better idea, like per person basically. Right. That's really, it's been so nice, honestly, to not have to have so many people come in for consultations. We can just do it virtually. It makes it so much more convenient for them. Yeah. And, and it's kind of nice for us, too, because it kind of just, you know, it's, it's just simpler. It's quicker. Yeah. So now I'm the only person on this call that doesn't have mine done, and I have so much FOMO. <laughs> oh, my God. And, Dr., I'm, I'm about to get on our schedule, so I'm, I'm ready, and I'll keep y'all posted about how mine yes. goes. I, I'll need a gum lift. I'll, I'll, I'll be like a three, a three appointment one, but you know, just probably before or after we're, we're working one day. That's amazing. <laughs> so I'm sure you have like major FOMO yourself, like watching these people walk out with the brain grill. Every oh, y'all have no idea. I see these in Dr. Davis, right? I look at him and I'm like, okay, I want these. And yeah, then the next person, teams. no, the next person teams. comes and I'm like, wait, I want those. <laughs> so tell us then from someone that works in the actual field with it every day, what do you want in your new teeth? So my teeth are just um, a little asymmetrical. Like I actually have um, my jaw kind of grew up normally. So I actually show more gum on one side of my mouth than the other because of how my teeth grew like almost longer on one side. And I've worn, I wear my teeth pretty bad. I like grind my teeth and kind of have some TMJ symptoms. So um, some of my teeth are a little more flat than others. And like my two front teeth are not the same size and width and, and height kind of. Um, I have a couple of little small teeth. So my goal is basically just get the gums even and make things um, more of like an appropriate size for me. And well, shape, I will be ideally. watching. But honestly, I'm going to give Dr. Davis like the ro- the reins and just let him do his magic. Like, yeah, always. that's kind of like <laughs> what I tell people to do. Don't go in there with this dead set smile. Like just let the professionals yeah. do what they do best. Yeah. So. Because even I have no idea, like, my answer was super vague because I really, like, couldn't design my own smile. I think it's going to be cool to see, like, what someone that actually works in the field like you, Dr. Dooley, ends up choosing or you get for a smile makeover. So I'll have to be tuning in. And oh, for I sure. want to tell everybody where they can find you guys. You guys have a website, smiletexas.com. You're located in Sugarland, Texas. You do probably the most on Instagram, would I say? Is that correct? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys can be found at smile, Texas underscore Houston and Houston is spelt out. So that is where you can find Dr. Dooley, Dr. Davis and Dr. Klein. They do premier cosmetic and implant dentistry. They do virtual consults. You can DM, you can call them. Um, I'll even plug their phone number for those that are going to be listening to this to make maybe a phone call. It's 281-265-7645. And I want to say thank you to you guys for doing this for us and coming on our podcast. You are a very first interview on. Yes. Oh, yes. awesome. So oh, well. well, thank you. You know, I've, I've listened to podcasts. I've never been on one. So this well, is how great. Was it? Yes. How did we do? Yeah, me either. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are great. Very pro. <laughs> good, uh, good. I yeah. appreciate it. Well, <laughs> and I cannot forget Y'all are really to add good before we end that Kate and Dr. Davis are not related. No, he's not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's offended. Gosh, he's too it. young to be my dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand where people that get is... that from, but I have literally known the Sugarland Smile Texas office since I was like 10 or 12 years old and I've been dying for fake teeth and they they just now let me get them so like I've been trying to get them before I was allowed it's funny yeah because I have been asked that you know oh I yeah I think uh, I I did your sister or your your daughter or uh, your niece uh, no No, (laughs) I wish I mean I already told Janelle who does you guys social media I was like god I wish I had something else I could do but I'm pretty sure every tooth is covered (laughs) (laughs) we can just have right exactly I'm coming to the rock star lab just to have drinks there you go all right well thank you guys good night and i want to say thanks for listening to the unbothered blondes podcast anything you want to say randa to wrap us up just thanks for listening don't forget to screenshot and share this on your instagram tag unbothered blondes or me or kate and we love hearing your feedback so thanks for tuning in and we can't wait till next episode all right thanks dr davis thanks Thanks, y'all thanks Thanks, good night good night all right all right bye. bye